and welcome back to The Myth Within. I'm Dr. Tom, and I'm very pleased to have you here today. Over the next few weeks, we're going to explore one of the stories that had a profound impact in my life. Um, it, in fact, became the topic of my dissertation that you could find um, on my website as it relates to it being written um, in various chapters that I've broken down at drthomasmaples.com. The book that um, we're going to be exploring in this segment is Siddhartha by the Nobel laureate author Herman Hesse. This book had special significance to me because it tells of a journey of a man that is yearning to find himself. And in essence, I think this is a concept we all undertake um, to find the meaning and the direction of our life as it unfolds before us. And... This story also has significance because Hermann Hesse himself was analyzed by the Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung um, at a time when he went through a period of writer's block, one that almost derailed this project between the first and second half of the writing of this book. As Jung analyzed Hesse and subsequently one of Jung's decibels um, continued the analysis of Hesse, a lifelong friendship for in which um, Hesse and the Jungian analyst that um, was treating him was able to create a means by which um, individuals can begin to realize the nature of their reality, the true being, their true essence. And so we will read aspects of this story and we'll go through the symbolic um, analysis present as it relates to self-development, as it relates to this idea of self-realization as proposed by the Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung. And I hope you enjoy the journey. Siddhartha by Hermann Hesse. Chapter 1. The Son of the Brahmin. In the shade of the house, in the sunshine of the riverbank near the boats, in the shade of the sawwood forest, in the shade of the fig tree is where Siddhartha grew up, the handsome son of a Brahmin, the young falcon, together with his friend Govinda, son of a Brahmin. The sun tanned his light shoulders by the banks of the river when bathing, performing the sacred ablutions, the sacred offerings, and the mango grove. Shade poured into his black eyes when playing as a boy, when his mother sang, when the sacred offerings were made, when his father, the scholar, taught him, when the wise men talked. For a long time, Siddhartha had been partaking in the discussions of the wise men, practicing debates with Govinda, practicing with Govinda the art of reflection, the service of meditation. He already knew how to speak the Om silently, the word of words, to speak it silently into himself while inhaling, to speak it silently out of himself while exhaling. With all the concentration of his soul, the forehead surrounded by the glow of the clear thinking spirit, he already knew to feel at man in the depths of his being, indestructible, one with the universe. Let us start with understanding the nature of the journey that is beginning for Siddhartha. In the shade of the house, we see that he's born into a family. There's a family home present, and it's this family home is near a riverbank. 
The family home that we're born into often foreshadows what it is that we'll be undertaking. Our parents oftentimes will have dreams for children um, that are unconscious. Some may be even conscious, i.e. my child the doctor or my child the attorney or stockbroker. And these dreams oftentimes um, create the shadow from which the child is born. And Siddhartha is really no different. He's born into the shade of the house in the sunshine of the riverbank near the boats. There's a journey present here, uh, with the riverbank, it's almost an unconscious journey that he's going to take part in. And there, this journey is going to take him into some dark places as we begin to see um, in the shade of the Salwood Forest. We all enter the forest. We all enter the river at times. Um, even in the Greek myth around the river Styx, there's a journey even within death that we undertake. And this theme is also shown in the night sea's journey when Jonah is swallowed by the belly of the whale to transcend to the other side and find light only upon going within. So this first sentence within the story of Siddhartha really shows us that there's going to be an archetypal journey of sorts that we're um, undertaking as we go through the dark forest, as we go to the river and we deal with the shadow that's cast upon the family home in order to make sense of where it is we're going. And it's in this place that we're first introduced to Siddhartha who grew up the handsome son of a Brahmin, a prince, if you will, a falcon that is going to break out of this earthly existence and ascend into his rightful place um, as the story begins to unfold. But this journey is wrought with people, with places, with things that have to be undertaken and eventually overcome to realize the true nature of self that's emerging. We're told that the young falcon, together with his friend Govinda, also a son of a Brahmin, that there's um, people that are going to help along this journey, that this journey, although it's alone, for we're born into this world alone and we perish from this world alone, there are people that will come along the way that act as way markers for the journey of our realized self to emerge. His his shoulders are tanning at the banks of the river when bathing, and he's performing sacred evolutions. He's doing his job. He's moving within the rites that he has to complete in order to find community amongst his peers. He's engaging with his peers in a way that he's being taught by his father and taught by the elders of his community, offering sacred, um, sacred sacrifices as a means to promote this inner being. However, there's also an essence of something that's black within. There's a darkness within, something that's absent. And anytime we look into the black eyes, into the black aspects of the soul, what is there that needs to have light brought into it? It's here where we're introduced that his mother sang. 
when the boy made sacred offerings. I think, in essence, our mothers always sing when they hear the offerings our, their children make to this almighty presence. Um, any mother views their child as the most beautiful being on earth. I think we have all seen this, in essence, where a mother could love a child singing, even though it may be off-tune, simply because it is their child. And it's no different for fathers. For the father in the story where Shaun teaches the young boy his profession, he teaches him the art of scholarly ways, the art of being a priest amongst his um, amongst his community, how to offer ritual ablutions of sacrifice to the god, how to engage individuals within the community to find a higher purpose, sacred offerings. And when we look at this, we begin to see that this is where both a mother's pride and a father's pride and their child really unite to see someone that is emerging into their whole self-construct. And Siddhartha takes this and he practices discussions. He practices mastery within his, um, within his community, debating with his friend Govinda and practicing the art of reflection and discussing and debating with um, the elders of the community. For there's an interaction here between young and old. There's a passing on of values, which we've touched upon in depth um, within the myth within as it relates to the importance that younger individuals need to have um, the storylines passed on to them in order to make sense of the journey that will come. For in essence, when we begin to forget history or forget the values created by one generation, we're often doomed to repeat the same mistakes that generation has made. In his practice, he engages meditation. He speaks the Aum, that sound of sounds, the vowels leading into a conclusive part that bring you within. As he begins to look at what is his essence of at man, literally broken down, at man or ego, that sense of I that engages the world, he knows this at man. He's beginning to develop it in depth. But there's something different. When he speaks to himself, the Om doesn't call him into at man. It calls him into the sacred joys, the secret joys of Aum, Brahman, the universal consciousness. As we engage the story in depth, um, verse for verse, I think a I think a path will emerge where we can begin to see ways to work with ourselves as it relates to realizing that inner obligation we have to create growth in our movement upwards towards a realized state 
that state of being that I think calls upon us all to examine who it is we want to become. I look forward to sharing this journey with you, and until next time, I bid you adieu. And I wish you namaste, and may peace and blessings find you as you advance confidently in the direction of your dreams. Goodbye.